this week on Show Me Your News. Smash Brothers Ultimate's presence at EVO 2018. How to organize the stages in the mail time segment. And Lilac Cruise rounds out the eighth week of Smash Blog updates. Masahiro Sakurai, I implore you to... Show me your news! Greetings Smash fans and welcome back to Show Me Your News Ultimate, your weekly weekend podcasting source recapping the biggest news in anticipation of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. My name is Peter Spasia, but you may remember me as Yoko. Joining me this week, it's Miles Allen, but you may know him as Super. That's right, it's me. It's you. And it is Alex O'Neill, but you may know him as Al Fighter 27 Alex, welcome to Show Me Your News. Thank you so much. It is genuinely an honor to be here. Really, really appreciate it. Uh, you are the editor-in-chief over at IrrationalPassions.com. Uh, you just started your own uh, Smash Brothers podcast, a monthly show with your cohorts over there. And so we'll get to talking about that. First, I got to give some quick things at the top of the show before we get to catch up with you a little bit. Uh, if you are listening on podcast services with Show Me Your News Ultimate. It's over on the old Show Me Your News feed. You can listen live on Discord and also chat with us, the hosts, the guests, fans like yourself. That's over at showmeyournews.com slash Discord. Uh, no Tony this week. He is under the weather, so we're giving him a little rest. We have replaced him with Alfonso. We replaced him, and Alfonso's just going to be quiet for for the whole show. It's just how it uh, works. Leave it to him. Leave it to him. I messed up my arm pretty badly, so we had our last episode recording. I was in a hotel in Portland, Maine, and then I went and uh, got dragged by a car on a racetrack. It was uh, pretty pretty gnarly, so I'm a... I'm pretty lucky to be here talking with you all today and not feeling worse for the wear. Uh, mm-hmm. Apologies if the episode came out late last week. That would be why. A little more pressing things than uh, to edit, but that's a that's a whole story for another time. And also, Evo 2018 is happening right now. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Melee Finals Top 8. What, right now we're in Loser's Quarters. It's Hungry Box and Wizrobe. So, and uh, uh, they're 1-1 at the moment. Wow. With the third game to decide it all uh, for that one. So we'll be giving updates uh, throughout the show. It's, it's important. I and, feel uh, a little bad. Tony's sick. You you messed up your arm. And all I did was nearly chop off half my toe. But only nearly. <laughs> only just a bit. I feel like Tony's getting out of it just so he can watch Evo. I don't know. I don't know about that. We'll uh, to... No, no, no. Don't... <laughs> like, you, you can say that about me. I don't think I could say that about Tony, though. Unless there's something wrestling. Wrestling, wrestling, getting in on the Cleveland Browns preseason action. Uh, who knows? Many yeah. of my cohorts like wrestling, and I just I cannot. It's uh, it's it's something. It's something, but yeah, not for me. But Alex, let's uh catch up. What's new with you? Uh, how's life? I you mentioned it. It's an honor and all that. We've talked about you and show me your news before. But I mean, you're someone who's done podcasting for years and years and years uh, since then. So it's it's good to have another person who's experienced in this realm on this show. Yeah, I mean, it's always fun. Uh, we've recorded together, and it's always been a blast. Uh, in my opinion, um, of course, yeah. 
I I loved uh, the original. Show me your news. Uh, so it's fun to to be able to be on that a surrogate of that show in some way. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool. Um, but I mean, the the biggest thing for me is like recently, as far as making stuff, is podcast ultimate, uh, which is fun. I love Smash Brothers, so it makes sense to kind of combine the the two things. I love podcasting and Smash Brothers. It wasn't originally my idea. Um, it was the host of the show, Mike Burgess, his idea uh, to throw together. Hey, let's do a monthly Smash Brothers podcast. Let's have it be a little bit more silly, a little bit more fun. Um, so, like, we kind of built it up around that. We take uh, different ideas for characters and pitch them to each other uh, <laughs> at the end of each episode, and then we put up a thing where folks can vote on it um, until uh, we record the next month's episode, and then we decide who, like, what our roster is going to be at the end of the the run. So. So what's your favorite one so far? We've only done the one episode. The first episode I pitched um, Paper Mario, uh, which I feel would still be really cool. The host, Scott White, he pitched Ring-A-Bell from Bravely Default. Um, oh, okay. But he had like a really great idea where like it could encompass a lot of the other characters from that, from that game as well. Uh, Mike pitched uh, Slippy Toad from Star Fox. Oh, oh interesting. Um, basically, Slippy's abilities would be similar to Fox and Falco, but but different. And like he could have uh, all of them were based on like different pieces of like tech that he had on him. Um, so he could have instances where it works better and uh, it like does better for him, or where it uh, it like messes up and then it do- it's not nearly as efficient if you abuse that move. Um, so it's all kind of based on his him being like a goober uh, and and messing stuff up. I thought that was really cool. Hmm. Or just, yeah, needs rescuing all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's been a long time since Show Me Your News back in 2007, 2008. Uh, obviously a big Smash Brothers fan uh, that you are. But any other particular gaming interests that you have or favorite games? Uh, I mean, it's a short list, you know, just like really just the one. No, I, I've had I've had so many. <laughs> so um, like, yeah, since then, uh, I started my own show uh, back in 2010, Irrational Passions podcast for folks that don't know. Uh, and yeah, I mean, like, I, I feel like we've talked about Persona 4. You know, it's my favorite game. Oh, uh, full stop. Yep, uh, same. And if Tony were here, he'd, he'd be also chiming in with that, too. It's it's a it's a great game. Classic. It's a great. It is a classic. Uh, Tony may like wrestling, but he also may be okay. Uh, <laughs> as it turns out, he might be all right, dude. So how uh, many how many systems has Persona Four been released on? Just two. PlayStation Two for the original, and then Vita was this golden uh, kind of remastered. Not really remastered. I mean, yeah, it brings it into 720p, uh, mm-hmm. just upscaling, but then also some game refinements in a way. Yeah. Huh. So I never saw a PS3 re-release? Nope. No. Really? Like, Persona 4? That's so weird to me. Well, I mean, if you count the PS2 Classic on PS3, it had that. Oh, okay. So, yeah, because I was thinking about giving that thing a chance, but I don't have it around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, when I went and replayed it a couple of years ago, I used the PlayStation TV, and I played it that yes, way. Yes, yeah, same. Uh, which, which I... I like. I know a lot of people were like upset that Persona Five wasn't on handheld devices at all. Um, I'm I'm not one of those folks. I I like to sit down and and blow up Persona on the big screen. Um, but yeah, uh, since like then, it's uh, the the big three are uh, Breath of the Wild, Persona Four, and The Last of Us. Like those are the the top three for me. 
But Smash Brothers is something that always holds a special place in my heart, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then, yeah, I mean, just in general, Irrational Passions. I mean, that's that is your baby, much like Show Me Your News and all that was, and still is in a way, mine. Uh, that's you know, you've been at that for a long, long time. What makes them irrational? I don't know, man. Like, uh, if you look at the video games industry and the people that talk about it, uh, sometimes it might be considered rational to just uh, be like, man, screw all this and walk away. Um, <laughs> it was just a kitschy name, really. Um, but it is like kind of grown into its own thing. I like that it is, if I were to pitch you on like what Irrational Passions is, it's people talking about video games and talking about how video games have made them felt or impacted them. Uh, over their time with it versus like uh, news or traditional games coverage. Okay. Uh, we do certainly do a lot of reviews, so it's it, it is through more of a critical lens, but mm-hmm. um, it is a lot of just talking about games and feelings that games give us. Yeah, it's not just like you know looking at something like you know, the Kingdom Hearts story and be like, man, I am so amped about it, but it doesn't make any goddamn sense. Aku got Norton. There will be plenty of Kingdom Hearts discussion coming. Yes. I, I promise you. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, likewise. I, I, I have feelings about that Aqua got Norton. <laughs> I have uh, some Norton related feelings, you guys. Just, just the word choice of Norton. <laughs> when I saw that like meme of like she got Norton on the internet for the first time, mm-hmm. I lost my. Goddamn mind. Yeah, yeah. I think it was ProZD. Oh, yes, yes. Just casual fan. Oh, cool. There's a frozen world. And then he busts through the door. <laughs> I think, what, what? I, I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, before we get into quick hits, an Evo update. Uh, Hungry Box. Hungry Box moved on from Losers Quarters. Wizrobe is out. It was last stock game three, but unfortunately, like it was Wizzy at a hundred percent. Yeah, was last time. so he's kind of toying with him a little bit at the end there. Just a little bit, but I have to, I have to say, after watching that, Wizrobe's STI was legitimately some of the most insane I've seen in melee. Mm. If you go back and watch some of the even the end of the set, you'll see that character get hit with a back air and then teleport to the far other side of Jigglypuff before getting sent out. <laughs> So if you if you like watching competitive Smash, that was actually a lot of fun to watch. Good stuff. Uh, let's get into our quick hits. Uh, some top news stories for the week, just real quick uh, on the Smash Brothers front, and of course it is Evo twenty eighteen. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate had a an invitational exhibition sort of presence. Uh, they had four teams of two advertised as one Smash Pro and one fighting game pro teaming up in a you know, four team bracket. And uh, that sounds interesting if they were going to do, you know, one V ones and round Robins and things like that. They just did straight up best three out of five items on. So here's the thing. This was the same build from E3. Yes. It was not the builds that some people have been seeing in other areas. Like, I believe there have been some characters that have showed up in other builds at, like, CEO 20, 2018 hmm. and stuff like that. Because we've seen some characters that we really haven't been able to get some some viewpoints on. Like, we, I think someone's been playing Snake um, at CEO, stuff like that. So, 
we're rocking the exact same build, so there's no chance to check any sort of differences for anyone. So we don't know if there's any fixes. We don't know if they're going in a cool direction. That really kind of kills me on the inside, because like this was a good chance to show the exact market who's looking for these things. I wouldn't have minded this FGC person with Smash person tournament with items and all that anywhere other than Evo. Ah, oh, yes, absolutely. Like, this is the most tone-deaf I've seen Nintendo in years. It, it, it was a bit rough. Uh, I don't know if, if Alex, if you got to watch this. Um, I know I only tuned in for the first couple matches. And, uh, you know, shout-outs to, to Panda Global. Uh, they did rather well. They got in, in that final. They, they made it close there with, uh, yeah. with ESAM and Infiltration. But I couldn't watch too much. It's, it's a little chaotic when you do doubles with items. Uh, and then not to mention, they had an issue with like controllers and, and latency, mm-hmm. and it it just put some downtime of like 10, 15 minutes in there, and that killed any possible momentum. Uh, not the best showing at the wrong place. Yeah, like that would have been really fun to watch. It was just something that was going on somewhere, like at a trade show. It's like, this is how Smash is going to look like with your friends. I would rather like the competition to be shown against the competitive rule set. Yeah, I wonder if it's you know, like uh, Nintendo is is always protective of their stuff before it comes out. I, I imagine it just comes from that kind of space. Um, yeah. It makes me more curious though, because I, I was hoping to see a little bit more, like a little bit more one-on-one uh, kind of tightness at Evo. But uh, I'm curious, like, what it's going to look like next year. Um, in in twelve months, like after that game is out, uh, presumably, like also, what does that game look like in twelve months versus six months when it comes out? Sure, um, they could change it. So, I could tell you what's not coming back next year. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, for for the last showing, you'd think of Super Smash Brothers for Wii U. Uh, you know, how does that community represent itself on? fighting games biggest stage and when super smash brothers has to fight for fighting game community recognition uh to have the crowd boo bayonetta and bayonetta's use constantly on the lead up and especially in the smash 4 grand finals at evo 2018 where it's a bayonetta ditto bayonetta against bayonetta it's captain zach and it's lima uh, going at it to have the crowd boo near consistently that in itself not the best showing for that community and <laughs> no. it's ideally last showing at evo yeah and it this really it takes me off like it really grinds my gears i hated watching this because all, all the highlights because i haven't seen the set itself like, I'll be the first to say that I've not seen the set itself, and I've only read what I could about, about it because I've been off doing family reunion and all this stuff. But when, I, like, when I'm reading this, I'm, just, I'm looking at a 16 and a 17-year-old who have made it to the end of Evo beyond anyone's expectations. This was nobody's grand finals. Yeah, I mean, they they kind of just made sort of mid-rounds in, in years past. I mean, not even top eight. Uh, yeah. this, is, this is big for them to, to make it through yeah. all this. You know, you expect more from the community, but like, I don't know what what best way the community could have come across this because 
to learn about this, I scrolled through the Reddit to see people's takes on this. And it's all over the place. And overall, I find everyone just... They're attacking like they've been hit personally, physically. Like, they're just lashing out. Everyone's just lashing out. It's fine. It's apparently... So someone's like, oh, apparently it's fine for this person to do this. But it's wrong to show disgust for the booze. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's fine for him to flip. I'm like, number one, he's 16. He's on the Grand Evo stage. And he knows Bayonetta's not loved. He knows people are going to walk out in droves for Grand Finals. Which, by the way, in case you didn't know, people walked out. Once it was Bayo Bayo Grand Finals, like, Evo crowd just left. Okay? So it was a much smaller crowd. But he's okay with that. But it's Evo. You know, it's the place where everyone's kind of supposed to be on their best behavior. And he's sitting there, and he's ready to go, and he's in his top eight, and he's getting booed all the time, no matter what. No matter what, he's just, like, he's constantly getting booed on the biggest stage he could think of for 16. Of course he's going to lash out. Yeah. Imagine, like, being up in front of a crowd that are, like, genuinely booing at you. Like, I, that's, a, that's a horrible feeling to have uh, if you're in front of hundreds of people and they're, they're booing and yelling. Uh, and trying to make you feel bad, and you're also like under a lot of pressure because you're trying to perform. Uh, so it's yeah, it's just it's a poor look all around. I'm not as intimately familiar with the fighting game community or like how much they hate Bayonetta, um, <laughs> but it's just like no part of it looks good, you know. Especially like like you said when you bring up this kid 16, uh, we're talking about a character in a fighting game. <laughs> like there's also like that that kind of take the step back and, and remember how insular this is like right. making this kid feel really bad about playing a character. He's genuinely really good at. So like, just, I'm just saying like one V one him and see, see how it goes. It's just like, I can't feel good about any part of this. No. And like, and you know, some people embrace the idea of the heel, you know, not to use the whole wrestling term again, but like yeah. those who embrace being the villain, some people love that you look at Leffen in the melee community, like he embraces that role. And whether then you sometimes get, you know, USA, USA chance. And, you know, some people are, are doing that. Uh, but for this, it's, I, it comes across to me as petty. Uh, it comes across to me as short sighted. And especially when the super smash brothers community, like the knock on it is sometimes is just like, it's, it's immature. It doesn't get taken as seriously. And you're like, you don't need to do anything to help that cause that perspective granted you know the captain zach at one point you know after i think it was in uh was it winner's final or something like that like he goes and yeah he flips off the crowd yeah not mm-hmm. the yeah. not the best thing for him to do but it's he is he's frustrated at that point yeah. i don't believe like, it was winner's finals but i think it was winner semis uh, something yeah something like that he's fighting a duck hunt i don't know yeah I like yeah I can't imagine how that would feel like do people boo when people do people choose Fox for like, Smash <laughs> right, Finals yeah, for Melee yeah, like yeah. I like you know everyone plays that character and no one really talks about like it's overuse or anything like that so I just I feel like it doesn't it doesn't fit up with how the biggest game in that franchise like does and how people play that versus this one but also like you said if, if we're if we're clawing to be better recognized. Uh, you don't have to do anything. You just have to not be a jerk. <laughs> yeah, uh, as right. a community, uh, that's it's a it's a big thing there. And 
another thing that I guess people on the other side of, you know, understanding the crowd's rage, I guess, is there's also a, a moment where in the grand finals with Captain Zack and Lima, mm-hmm. where uh, Lima had an SD, uh, he accidentally died, and then Captain Zack, I guess, you know, gave him the homie stock, as, as some call it, too. You know, to SD as well to kind of put it back on even ground. Uh, clearly, these two are friends, or at least they feel solidarity with the crowd booing both of them. They hugged at the end of this. If people wanted to say that, like, oh, well, you didn't give it your best performance, I, I almost feel like maybe both of them just felt, you know, in a way done with the way the crowd is treating them. And they, yeah, maybe in a way they had. A friendly, maybe for both of them, like they both didn't expect to get that far. So they just wanted to play a good match with each other and not worry so much about the crowd. Uh, you know, when the crowd starts acting as a whole that way, I think you start to lose a lot of the sort of gripes of, well, you know, it's, it's the one time a year where it's Evo. You got to put it on your best. You got to put on the best show for the crowd. Like th- they're not your monkeys to dance. Like they are putting in the work. You are bearing witness to it like enjoy that if you didn't enjoy grand finals that's fine watch one of the 200 other matches <laughs> yeah yeah so i there are some people who are upset with the fact that you know whether it was the the finger to the crowd or it was you know the the sd trading or or things like that don't set the precedent of booing and being so disrespectful hey if you want to do the the play up you know usa usa it's fine yeah usa chance fine and if we were mentioning this because bayonetta is going to be in super smash brothers ultimate this carries over as a kind of remnant for this community at evo uh when it is ultimate's turn next year at evo now we'll throw it out there that mr wizard who kind of runs things over at evo seems to think that it will be Ultimate and Smash 4 uh, side by side on the Evo stage Very next year. I don't know. I I, I, you know, <laughs> you can think that, but that's not going to be what happens. So, you know, this is essentially Smash 4's last time at Evo, just prognosticating ahead. And this is how it looks. And this is how it looks going forward. It, yeah, it's, it's a... It's, it's a dark kind of black eye on, on the Smash community yesterday there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we aren't defending the fact that he flipped them off, by the way. Mm-mm. We aren't defending that. We are defending the fact that he shouldn't have been pushed to that point. No. Yeah. You should not I, expect a 16 year old to be able to handle that. I empathize more with uh, a kid getting really upset that a whole crowd is booing him uh, than a crowd booing a child for <laughs> choosing beta. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that's where it comes down for me. Like, Two wrongs don't make a right, but like that's where I'm falling on the side of it. Mm-hmm. There is a wronger here. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Do we have an Evo update before we move on to Rumor Central? Plup has been SDing a lot. Oh no! The sets and it, it reared his ugly head again, and Levin wins winners finals three zero. Mm. Um, and unfortunately, you know, it just kept happening. He just could not put his fingers where he needed them. And Leffen is now sitting in grand finals waiting for either Armada, Hungrybox, or Plup. I wow. That, the... That's a strong final four. And yeah, talking about the heel. We'll see if anything yeah. comes out of that, though. We won't be having uh, headphones or audio on for that one. Mm-hmm. For many, I believe the favored is still Hungrybox. However, he is 
still reeling from his own hand injury earlier mm. this week. And he, people have started to note that he can play hard, but like the longer the set goes, the worse he's, he's showing. Mm. So there's probably some leftover pain in his hand, and he's just not able to keep up with Leffen. So if anyone's going to stop Leffen, it's going to be Armada. I wow. Yeah, and coming off of that uh, big upset from Swedish Delight, too. Yeah. Well, uh, all the storylines there are percolating. Let's get a quick hit of Rumor Central. Rumor Central. Oddly enough, we're going to talk a little bit about Pokemon and Smash, you know, with the Jigglypuff and Armada there. But it's uh, the the Smash Brothers leaker, Das Vergeben, uh, has been making some more comments on game facts and things like that and posts getting deleted. Uh, but interesting to note this week, just almost more for uh, in retrospect when the game comes out and see what's been talked about. Uh, this is the guy, of course, who talked about Snake and Ridley and uh, characters coming back and things like that. Uh, also, this is where Simon Belmont comes from. Just And he's had different track records in previous uh, fighting games and otherwise. He mentions that the Generation 7 Pokemon character, uh, this is, a, you know, first of all, assuming that one will be a playable character in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. But it's not Decidueye. It's not Lycanroc, and it's not Mimikyu. So uh, that kind of takes away some of the, I don't know, in a way, fan favorites, Pokemon Company favorites. Uh, a lot of people thought Decidueye, so that's that's really surprising. Which Who's Decidueye again? Decidueye is the evolved grass starter. So it goes from Rowlet, uh, the owl, the ghost owl. Oh, the uh, yeah. ghost owl. Yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate. That would have been a suit. Well, okay, I can totally see it, though. Mm. I can totally see why he wasn't chosen. I can totally see why Lycanroc wasn't chosen. And I can totally 100% see why Mimikyu wasn't chosen. Too However, many Pikachus. <laughs> However, I can see Lycanroc and Mimikyu uh, showing up as assist trophy. Oh, Pokeballs, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And Decidueye is an assist trophy just to give everyone a middle finger. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that would be such a Sakurai thing to do. Also, <laughs> happy birthday, Sakurai. Uh, Sakurai's <laughs> birthday was yesterday, August oh. uh was it the fourth? I thought it was a third, but I'm not sure anymore. One th- of the two. I think it was the fourth. Well, you might be right. belated and happy birthday to him. Um, <laughs> Alex, if there would be a Generation 7 Pokemon third. in there. Oh, it is the third. Oh, god damn it. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, bud. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, but if you type in Sakurai, guess who is returned? It's back. It's back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mr. Assist Trophy himself. <laughs> right there. Yeah, just, just type Sakurai, not Masahiro Sakurai. Um, I don't know if Masahiro Sakurai would give you a different one, but Sakurai does bring back our old friend, <laughs> this strange black man. Oh, boy. And an update on Evo. We're in here in Loser Semis with Armada and Hungry Box. So one goes home. Interesting. You can't call these games right away because these two are explosive players. Yeah. Yeah, well, oh, geez, Hungry Box just went, nope, no, no, uh, no two stocks to one in, in the first game. Um, So, yeah, Generation 7 Pokemon. Uh, I could have sworn it would have been Decidueye if any representation. Uh, yeah, yeah, Mimikyu makes total sense. You don't need another Pikachu type, even though you'd have some ghost representation. Lycanroc seemed to be the Pokemon company favorite going in. Yeah, if we're thinking, like, other starters, I hope not Incineroar, the... 
wrestling keeps coming up on this show, but the uh, the wrestling I mean, fire dark type. Sinner seems the most likely mm. in my eyes. Um, I would have loved Decidueye simply because Charizard, Greninja, then Decidueye would have like rounded it exactly. Out, but, yeah, it would have made yeah. great sense. Yeah, but I mean. I kind of like Infineroar. I like his design. I like his idea. Yeah. And he's technically a villain character because he is based around the heel archetype. Mm -hmm. So he kind of fits a lot of things that we're kind of missing because I don't think we have a fighting. Oh, no. Lucario is is steel fighting, but everyone forgets he exists. (laughs) It's true. I like Lucario too. Yeah, you like Lucario, but you just sort of like him. And you kind of forget that he's a fighting type and not a Goku type. Um, mm-hmm. He's like Pokemon Goku. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've seen a lot of interesting ideas for either Type Null or Silvalli, uh to have the different like changing types uh, as a possible thing to play with. He'd be, you know, a, a kind of on all fours kind of character there uh, that would have some interesting possible play if one is in the game. I, it's weird because Decidueye, I think, does make the most sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a pull from my boy Poplio just because I love him so much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Primarina would be cool. Uh, I don't know how that would work, um, but I I would like to imagine it's more of like a Rosalina and Luma situation, like a caster kind of situation. But oh. yeah, it's optimistic of me. I know. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't play Pokemon Sun. I didn't play Pokemon Ultra Sun or anything like. You that. didn't miss a whole lot, so no. Right. They looked like they were fun, but I didn't feel like they were super important. And the one thing that comes out of this for me is I don't look at at Generation 7 and say, you're the big mascot man. Mm-hmm. Mimikyu comes close, but Mimikyu wasn't supposed to be. Yeah, Mimikyu just caught on as a meme. No Pokemon is the big you know, winner as the representative for that generation. So I don't think when he says the Gen 7 Pokemon character is not these three, he should just go ahead and say, there's not going to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think I think it does boil down to we have too many Fire Emblem and we have too many Pokemon already. Especially yeah. with Squirtle and Ivysaur coming back. Yes, exactly. We should be happy with those. Get, get yeah. some more variety. But if there had to be one, uh, Tapu Koko is another interesting one. Ooh, yeah. Uh, that could be a, a possible. And then uh, <laughs> something as silly as Buzzswole. Uh, that big old buff bug of one of the, yeah, the UB, so the Ultra Beasts. So uh, there are some possible interesting options. But, uh, man, when you're taking Decidueye out of the picture, uh, that certainly makes it interesting. Well, let's get on to the crux of the Smash Brothers news this week. It is the Smash Blog Updates. Well, Hungrybox is still facing Armada. He is using Jigglypuff. And the first update this week on Sunday, July 29th, today's fighter number 12, Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff can jump five times in the air and can move faster in the air than on the ground. Use Jigglypuff's great aerial ability to overwhelm your opponent. If you manage to land the down special rest, you can powerfully launch your opponent. Man, it feels like it is written directly for Hungrybox here. <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh, that's exactly what it's all about. And I'm just kind of thought about. It. I'm like, man, we're gonna see like dramatic finishes on rest. Oh man, it's gonna, gonna be, be so silly. good. <laughs> it's just like, oh, he got it. 
slows down and zooms in and has that kind of epic moment. Oh man. I didn't even think of that. That is that is really true and really awesome. <laughs> it's yeah. real exciting. I know it's going to slow down, but I wonder if that's going to mess with the timer for rest. I mean, you want a perfect example of what that's like? Look at the video and uh, how Jigglypuff has the combo with the forward air into launch start back into rest. Uh, that's <laughs> just amazing. And it, it does kind of have the little slowdown there. It, it does does build up a whole lot of hype. So, yeah. so launch star should be legal, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, just just use it for it epic moments like that. I mean, it doesn't use any, uh, it doesn't do any damage. So no, no. I always forget to appreciate how wonderful it is that Jigglypuff is this weird top tier character, <laughs> <laughs> like in melee. In melee. In melee. Yeah. Um, but like you know, people still have that attachment for that character, uh, yeah. and and I think that's really cool. It's so easy to write off Jigglypuff. Um, yeah. but everything about that character is so cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dill still definitely has the characteristic of when the shield is broken, that's an instant death. Uh, mm. we see that highlighted in the last clip on the video. Uh, the final smash, that's a ridiculous size for for growing large. <laughs> yes. One interesting thing that I noticed from the video is that sometimes when Kirby copies an ability, it is a little different. It is not in this case, and I think that is actually somewhat interesting to point out because, well, I wonder if they're going to homogenize his specials with everyone else's, mm. like yeah. so they don't have that that little Kirby esque to them, or they, or if they're going to be the exact same. God, that is a particularly puff, though. <laughs> what is this last picture on the character page for Jigglypuff? It almost looks like it's a Lolan Raichu's surfboard. That Jigglypuff is on this this last screenshot on the character page. That is an untextured because it doesn't have a texture. That is the warp star. Okay. It's just at an angle where you can't see any of its qualities. She is writing the warp star off because I can her, see from the stuff. No good. Just, <laughs> here she goes. She's, it's that face. I don't know if you've ever seen the um, blaster faces from the Star Wars cast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like Solo always looks kind of slightly worried. Leia always has a focus. And then there's Luke firing a blaster. And he's got this smile and blank expression on his face where it's like, yeah. oh boy, here I go killing again. <laughs> and that's pure Jig- death. That is Jigglypuff's face right there. It is the oh boy. Here I go killing it. So that is a warp star, but it moves so quickly that it doesn't even matter what its texture is. That's really, really unusual. It does it's not glowing. It. Yeah. It, it all just bleeds together. Yeah. Yeah. It, it does not actually seem to have a texture. It is just one solid color, and it's just a polygon otherwise. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, a, it's a shape that is one color because it's supposed to be a shining yellow star. So it's not going to have any shading. So when it's pointing directly at the camera, that's what it looks like. And you can see the individual leaves of grass <laughs> just behind Jigglypuff, but you can't you can't even tell what she's sitting <laughs> on. <laughs> that's a good point. And you can see the shadow it casts too. Yeah, the one that's a couple back also, uh, where Jigglypuff is giant. Not only just terrifying to have a normal giant Jigglypuff <laughs> like that, but Look at Marth there trailing on the end. Like his yeah. cape kind of yeah, blends into the background with his head and the blue crystals. That that seems a little weird. Uh Sing 
has those kind of warbles to it that seems a little new. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think the warbles have been there since Brawl. Hmm. I always just have kind of thought of them as just curves that have been undistorted. Yeah. I would like I would like a one in eight chance for it to be not to for that to not be warbled, and then the eight one in eight chance for it to be warbled. Yeah. And play a different terrible version of this thing. <laughs> wow! 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 There's gu- guitar flaying on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Peter Frampton sort of <laughs> voice to it. Exactly. Oh, man. Uh, we have Cyberlink 420's stage report for the Jigglypuff update. In the video, Tortimer Island, On It, Prism Tower, Green Greens, Sky World, Gower Plains. In the screenshots, Green Greens, 3D Land, Town and City, Great Cave Offensive, and Temple. The background is Pokemon Stadium 1, which he says has noticeably not yet appeared in any screenshots. Screenshots? No, I don't think it has actually showed up in some of the screenshots. However, I have noticed it in certain videos. Hmm. So it's it's always interesting to see which stages are here, which ones uh, are, are still missing. Uh, so good to know that. Ah, uh, man, like we're just we're watching Jigglypuff here at Evo. Uh, it's right now I don't down. Know what happened? It's down to the deciding game between Hungrybox and Armada. One goes home. I believe uh, Hungrybox had a massive lead in the last game and lost it. So, mm, and now he's like down I a said, stock. The longer, the longer a set goes, the more likely it is for Hungrybox to lose because I don't believe his hands can take it right now. Mm, getting in his own head plus the physical element. But you know, seeing Jigglypuff do the work, I, I can't imagine that it'll be really any different in uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, which is a good thing. And we want these characters at their best and all these refinements. Uh, that's you know what Sakurai has intended. God, that's such a terrifying Jimmy. Jigglypuff <laughs> <laughs> nightmare fuel. Absolutely. Um, I suppose I should bring this up because I find it strange. In the image where Jigglypuff is riding the Warp Star, the shadow is very crisp. However, when you see her holding the apple, it is an exceptionally pixelated shadow. Mm-hmm. Huh. And it's a very strange because they both are on green greens. Right. Maybe one is eight player smash and one <laughs> Maybe. is four player smash. Now that'd be interesting. Mm. Yes, That'd'd there's gotta call. be some sort of hit there. I'll leave it to um uh what's his face? The the technical guys that uh do the video break comparison oh, video the breakdowns. Game explain yeah. and all <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll leave it figured it out. It's, because it, like, you know, you do notice in the Smashville, right? yeah, that's Smashville. Composing my email to Digital Foundry tonight. Oh, yes, the, right. them, them too. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because the, the shadow is much more uh, anti alias in the stinging one. Hmm. Small little details like that. Very interesting. The next update on Monday, July 30th. Today's item Fake Smash Ball. This dangerous item looks like a smash ball, but explodes when you break it. Take a closer look, and you can see that the symbol's horizontal line is thicker. Uh, apparently, the Japanese name for this is Smash Bomb, Ooh. which uh, that would make a whole lot more sense than fake smash ball. Uh, Does that mean Dark Pit is known as uh, Pit Bomb? Maybe. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fake pit bomb. <laughs> and then Sakurai just misheard it and thought Dark Pit was the bomb. 
Yeah. <laughs> See, everybody loves him. Oh no, wait. <laughs> oh no. no I, I find it so strange that like he's like, if you look closely, you'll see this. Like that's the first thing you see. <laughs> that is not a look closely. Like anyone can see that. It's so pronounced. It kind of looks uh, like a face, and the big horizontal line is it just yelling. <laughs> so this is also bringing back of course in case we had not seen it before but we have but just brings it out there to the forefront uh mushroomy kingdom uh though mm-hmm. i don't think there's been confirmation yet of the underground yet but this is the overworld there for sure i gotta say i despise mushrooming kingdom mm. it should be such a pretty stage where they really like Mario it up, and then they're just like, it's a desert. Yeah, it's all and bland. And, uh... I love it. <laughs> uh, I, like, I think it's so cool because it's one of those things, like, I feel like if you gave Mario IP to like a Western developer and they wanted to make something kind of weird or edgier or something, they would make like this ruined 1-1 version of, of this Mario level. Um, but it's it's... Again, one of those cool things that Smash Brothers kind of threw together of like the, here is like this really interesting and different interpretation of this classic level. Uh, and it's it, there's nothing else like it in Smash or in general, I think. Uh, I just I think it's so cool. Uh, and the music that plays on it, like this kind of sad music is is really great. But then somehow the underground is like untouched from all of it. Yeah. It's still like that's yeah, that's still normal. No, it's just the fact that, like, I kind of expected an ultimate, at the very least, to kind of more, give it more expression. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit more than just beige and beige. And the only kind of red you get is inside the castle. You see a little bit of a dusty mushroom. That's mm-hmm. unfortunately not a dried shroom from Paper Mario, making me sad. Um, but you do notice that there actually is a, a modeled inside interior of the uh, the brick castle there. Yeah. Um, which means that you might find another picture of Sakurai's cats in there. <laughs> you just might. <laughs> oh, good old Pokemon Stadium 2. DVD Smith in our Discord chat over at showmeyournews.com slash Discord says, uh, it just reminds me of the fake item boxes from Mario Kart. They also exploded and had an inverted icon. That's a, that's a good point. Yes, but they were a little hard to see. Yeah, especially when you're you know moving so quickly and you know with the, the static camera, usually... Uh, here that they should be a little more uh, easier to to pick out here for mm-hmm. the fake smash ball also worth noting on this one that i guess this update went up originally uh, on the american site was taken down for quite a long time while on the other versions of the site it was up and running and it's when you know figured out smash bomb and all that but uh it this has the date of july 31st because that's when it was put back up like it, this update was off the american site for quite a while and it was a uh, rather unusual uh just were there secrets in it i i don't think so I, yeah there really wasn't anything that was different uh uk <laughs> version was missing too so it must have just been the japanese version but yeah i i first saw it like actual proof of it on uh the smash brothers facebook page of all things like that went up even before the update returned to the website. So I don't know what's going on in the, the U.S. side with all the misspellings that they've had and missed posts and all of that. Uh, mm-hmm. We get to the music update on July 31st. 
today's music, you can now listen to Galaga Medley. This song, arranged by Yusuke Takahama, consists of four songs and sound effects from the game. It's like recreating the gameplay in sequence. Let's take a listen to that excerpt. All right, so another music update. Uh, another, it's it's a good medley, I think. Um, <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't uh, hold a candle to last week. God, no, gosh, no. F zero Daytona. Uh, they should have just come back. And he he could have easily started that off with Galaga. <laughs> yeah, it definitely hits you with that. Unst 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 unst. Pretty, like, I mean, I, right I feel away. like I should be at a rave, maybe on some level of illegal drug substances to truly enjoy this song. I like it a lot, but, it's, you know, I guess it's, it's just me. It's got the ins, 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 and it goes, just keeps, keeps up that bass, man. It's, like- it's a great little thing. I would like to hear the full version because it seems like... Especially with all the medleys that we're getting, because like mm-hmm. over the last four weeks, we've gotten three. We've gotten three medleys in four weeks with only Snake Eater. That's true. Two. Yeah. Um, and the medleys I feel are like the ones that we shouldn't be getting because they're the longer songs. So I want to know more about what's going on. More variety. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. different different chances to disappoint us. I guess in a way. Yeah. Yeah, I like the medleys a lot though, because like I, I feel like I don't know if it was Brawl that first had them, but that when they were doing the daily updates for Brawl, and I'm sure you remember this too, Peter. Uh, mm-hmm. The like that Zelda medley dropped, and you got to hear all these different really cool blends of it. I think it was very indicative of the kind of soundtrack that Brawl was going to have, uh, which is still phenomenal. So I, I don't know. I like this. I like the beginning to this, especially because it it takes that. Uh, Galaga theme and, and really uh, turns it in a fun way, uh, and I think it fits some stages like the the one that we're going to talk about in the next post very well. So, yeah, that but that is the big overarching question. I mean, what stage will it be on? If there's a Galaga stage, though, that'd be really great. Yeah, or if there's some sort of like Namco retro in general, um, you know. Mm. That would be really interesting, like just with Bandai Namco in general and them helping with development. I mean, you could see it happening. I mean, I don't, I don't see it necessarily fitting on like a, a the Pac Man or one of the Pac Man stages. Yeah, we're getting Pac Land back, yo. <laughs> Let's, talk about, Let's talk about Pac Land, y'all. <laughs> All of its fugly colors. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Uh, as far as Yusuke Takahama goes, uh, it's quite the discography of things I've never heard about. Uh, mm-hmm. Seems one of his earliest works is Heracles no Eiko 2, Titan no Metsubo, as he was the, right. the composer. <laughs> yeah. uh, but he's done remixes in Smash Brothers. Uh, he had certain songs in in uh, Brawl and, and Wii U. The yeah, Tulsa Heights arrangement in Brawl, which is very good. Yeah, the versus Ridley. 
uh, Firefield. So he's he's done some good arrangements in Brawl for sure. I like that. Also, he just looks like a rock star. I'm he does. Right yeah. And he just he looks like a dude that knows how to rock out. Yeah. And he's like also almost sixty. <laughs> <laughs> it's like apparently he gets a lot of his um he credits his songs to things like uh, to Iron Maiden. Oh nice. damn! Nice. Yeah. So he, he he that's where he pulls his inspirations from. So he is a rock star. Oh, here's the uh, the crown jewel. He did sound on Ribbit King. Ooh, yeah. Yo. That, that is the shit. <laughs> Have you played Ribbit King? Yes. Yes. It's, uh, ooh, it's something. It is a something game. Frolf? It's definitely... <laughs> Frolf? Frolf is really great. If you've is, never heard or played Ribbit King, uh, yeah, man get on that so uh that's the music update this week it's uh yeah it's good to hear galaga but i mean it does make me think of where it would fit best i mean if they're gonna throw it on one of the pac-man stages just because of the bandai namco or does does a new uh bandai namco related stage maybe one related more to their arcade roots uh get thrown in there that would certainly be interesting here's your evo update for you in losers finals it's armada and plup right now uh armada's you know one game or once uh yeah one game up and uh, in game two they're tied oh i was gonna say they're tied three stocks of three but armada just took the lead so i mean Ar- we're looking at a sweet grand final an all sweet grand final would be would be epic uh not gonna lie with armada and leffen but you know let's go plup let's go plup panda global let's go represent if I recall correctly, Leffen's been running a train on Armada recently, so Dang. I, I kind of don't want to see that. No, I no. Wanna, like, I, I want to see Plup come back, because like, every time Plup loses to Leffen, I get mad, because I'm just like, Plup, I don't think your Samus is lost yet. <laughs> to Leffen. Hmm. I want to see Samus in Grand Finals. <laughs> yeah, please let me see the Samus in Grand Finals. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah, it's a chic right now going up against Fox. Yes. Uh, Tuesday, July 31st also had today's stage, Lilac Cruise. This stage rests on top of the spacecraft Pleiades. Since the craft tilts from side to side, it is no longer legal. I mean, it can affect the trajectory <laughs> of ranged attacks as well. Your, as well your recovery distance Ooh, there's another uh missed word if you're looking for for the translation the effect the trajectory of range attacks as well your recovery distance yep uh good old u.s translations missing words uh of course you can take the hazards off and it will no longer tilt from side to side that would certainly be a factor here yeah i, yeah, I really like this stage so easily one of the strangest things about this stage is that while we have not seen many stage updates, um, this one is the only one that comes with only one picture. Mm-hmm. Every other one had multiple selectable pictures, you know, giving you a zoom in, zoom out. And considering how where Lilac Cruise goes throughout the entirety of the uh, stage, I'm surprised that we only get this one basic picture of it just kind of like this is space it's the least interesting background <laughs> yeah and there's the there's the great fox from nintendo 64 mm. yeah cool. there's a lot of cool stuff that happens in that level uh yeah so aside from the tilting <laughs> aside from the tilting. yeah 
Um, DBD Smith asks a good question in our Discord chat. Do we think this means Orbital Gate is deconfirmed? Has it not been shown yet? I don't think so. I'm, I'm almost certain I've seen it. Hmm. I hope they both. I just bring all the space levels back. I think they're all great. I know people hate them, but... Graphic of unconfirmed stages. Orbital Gate is among the unconfirmed stages. So, mm. um, I was wrong. Yeah, they're, they're showing different shots where, like, it, it very well could be, um, but it's certainly not confirmed yet. Uh, if you ask me, I would rather have uh, Lilat instead of Orbital Gate. I didn't really care for jumping on our wings and things like that. Yeah. Oh, Orbital Gate seems like the weirdest stage to omit. Because A, all of the work that went into that stage, and B, it's a Smash 4 stage. Right. That should be the utmost easiest to port. Yeah. Armada just beat the crap out of Plop, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm not sure. Ar- Armada is moving on. Is he? Because I only saw him rocking off the stage, so maybe he either beat him crap or just somehow lost it all at the last second. Nope, nope. Armada did okay. beat Plup. That's it'll be an all Swedish final in Evo. Giving you the updates here on Show Me News Ultimate. Uh, but yeah, one picture of Lilac Cruise. A good stage if it weren't for tilting. Uh, you know, turn the hazards off on this one because uh, it, it does look really nice overall. And I, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see it built from the ground up, so to speak. Give me the stage hazards. You can live without them, but I'll, I'll give <laughs> me want, the tilting. You want to you want to be uh, nerfed in a way by your, your recovery. Life is in danger all the time, Peter. <laughs> we have to live life on the edge. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just thinking, for whatever reason, I'm thinking of like running in the '90s, being played on Lilac Cruise. All right, do 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 do. And that is a Galaga medley. <laughs> oh man yeah you get uh some of like the anime songs in the the taiko drum games yes. it's like let's get some yes. anime up in super smash Bros. smash is already anime it's basically anime. let's go <laughs> with all the fire emblem characters exactly yeah. we're halfway there oh my gosh guys breaking news within the last minute here nintendo versus on twitter oh boy tune in eight eight at 7 a.m. Pacific time for a special Super Smash Brothers Ultimate direct live stream Ooh. featuring new game information delivered by director Masahiro Sakurai. Son of a bitch. Are we back into Rumor Central? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's get it. Uh, oh, here we go. Rumor Central. Something dropped, something leaked. They got to get it out. They got to get the presses out. I'll tell you, it's it's the broadcast during Evo. We're giving you the uh, the updates here. And then uh, I guess they threw up a slide during Evo right before Grand Finals. And uh, yeah, over on Nintendo Versus. Oh, beautiful. That is, that, is, that is a GIF going on. So the 8th is a Wednesday. Wednesday, 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, yeah, get your guesses in now. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Then. It's. I mean, if they're doing an actual direct, it's got to be something pretty big. If this is the dedicated direct towards game modes, that means that leak was. Uh, it was off by a couple days, but. I mean, I don't know about that August Nintendo direct that had it in there, but and this is not the one that we talked about last week on the show. Oh, is it not? Is it not the like, the game mode one that we we're talking about? Well, that one was tied to like a a, a Nintendo direct, so. Hmm. I, I doubt this is the same. Yeah, this right. is this is all Smash all the time. 
All right. So with that said, we got to imagine we're seeing a new character this week. For sure. Uh, yes. Which it's about goddamn time. It's been almost two months. If we had to throw one out there, who's like, who's, it's Goku. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tony. <laughs> All right, guys. Let me tell you about my big Goku character pitch idea. Now. <laughs> How great would that? You all laugh, but if Goku, if they're like, and finally your favorite Saiyan joins Smash, and then they show his golden hair in the background, you guys would lose your minds. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Admittedly, they yes. The, they, they show the golden hair. Everyone gets hyped. They show an orange gi. Everybody gets hyped. And then it flips around. And it's just Team Gohan. And you're like, I'm still hyped, but confused. I'm excited, but yeah, like, I'm getting, like Calvin Ball with that one. And then it just slaps an echo on him, and it's just Captain Falcon. No, but uh, yeah, I would I would put money on Simon Belmont at this point. Yeah, Simon's a really good pick. Um, I, I think it would be good to kind of get that one out there just to kind of start confirming a little little more uh, things here. But I also wouldn't be surprised with all, like, all the talk of uh, Donkey Kong characters and things like that. If we at least see like a Dixie uh, Echo Fighter in there, uh, oh. that would not surprise me at all. It could be cool too. Because uh, um, I'm, I'm trying to think just like, you know, a Nintendo character representation. I mean, yeah, save like the third parties for maybe like some of the last characters to be announced, you think? I, that would more fall on to the, um, the third parties themselves telling when the Nintendo should be putting them up. Because I feel like if they get the, the rights, that the actual owners of the IP will be like, yeah, but you need to release them now. People need to know about it now. Sure. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like just. Simon Belmont is like the biggest glaring omission from like classic Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I feel like he should be a character just in general, but also uh, that's like a, it's a big one. That's, that's one you can really drop at any time and it makes a splash no matter what. Yeah. It's almost like the same thing with like Ryu Hayabusa. If you think like, you know, Ninja Gaiden or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think they would both be really good picks too. But yeah, I don't, I like it. I don't know how many Nintendo characters are left. <laughs> to fit into this game <laughs> yeah like, i mean we talk about the the dos for gaming guy he says like there's a half a dozen supposedly and i don't know if like that's including new characters if that's including echo fighters like hard to say yeah i know they they'd said they they really want more female characters um but i just i can't think of any female nintendo characters off the top of my head right now so dixie that's it dixie's dixie's a cool idea i like that as an echo fighter <laughs> idea too yeah uh, female Nintendo characters. Elma <laughs> from Xenoblade Chronicles X. <laughs> there you go. They don't. They don't really make female. Give characters. Shulk a buddy. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Xenoblade or Xenoblade Chronicles buddy. Or you know Rex and Pyra from two. Uh, gosh. Toadette. Yeah, Toadette's an interesting one. DVD Smith, Captain Syrup. Uh, Agadez says in our our Discord chat. Uh, that's it's really exciting. You know, we were almost thinking, like, what would Nintendo do? Would they do anything at Evo? Uh, you know, dropping a Smash Direct coming. That's a a pretty pretty good thing to get excited about. And here we go. Look at this, ladies and gentlemen. Grand Finals at Super Smash Brothers Melee Evo 2018. It's a Fox Ditto. You're going to be booing <laughs> Melee Crowd? Are you going to boo? Yeah, where are the boos you got, you got the heel. You got the heel of Leffen. Yeah, and Leffen is uh, running the train on Armada. Mm, so far, yeah. It's so interesting because I've watched Armada die multiple times with everyone with Peach and Fox to just holding shield at the uh, the ledge, getting pushed off and like inputting a move and then falling to his death. He's like the shield push has been killing Armada all day. Yeah, and it's really rather fun to watch. Yeah, Leffen's in his own right now. 
It really is. And mm-hmm. it's amazing for how, how much work he's done in the Dragon Ball Fighters you know, circuit <laughs> as well for him to do this well in Melee. I mean, that's that's amazing. Uh, so, yeah, that's a that certainly shakes up uh, this episode. If we can, let's get back uh, on August 1st is the other character update this week. It is Wario uh, sort of fitting a couple days before Wario wear gold on 3DS. Number mm-hmm. 30, Wario. Wario has unique attacks like using his Wario bike and releasing noxious gas. He can jump higher than normal by leaping from his bike, which comes in handy when recovering. For his final smash, he turns into Wario Man and creates copies of himself for an all-out attack. Yeah, Wario's my my main character from Brawl. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's my sweet boy. I love him. <laughs> Looking at the video, um, he still certainly walks funny. I had never really noticed, though, with the taunt where he closes his mouth with his hands. There's the little the little, snap. Yeah, little star the snap. snap effect. I think that's yeah, new. That's really great. It's I believe that's been there since the Wii U one, but it's so okay. Great. Okay. Man, Le- Leffen did not play well in Dragon Ball Fighters. Mm, no, I think he was definitely focusing on uh, focusing on melee here. Uh, you do get a shot of Ganondorf. Showing off that sword. Uh, we had some discussion in our Discord channel this week, uh, and it's definitely not the Twilight Princess sword that he shows off in the taunt in uh, in Wii U and 3DS and all that, which is weird because that's one that he gets killed by. It's not a sword that he uses. Uh, but this is the one he uses in the uh, this game's winner is sort of sequence in one of those in uh, Melee. It's that sword, I think, originally from uh, Space World. In that demo with the the long blade and that kind of opens out with the curve at the end. So, yeah, yeah kind of showing that off a little bit. Of course, Wario is coming back with his two different uh, costume styles, the Wario wear and the classic Wario. Uh, and you got to flab is poking out of his sides, of course, dropping that gas on him as well. Oh man, he's got. He, they're just. It's more to love, you know. He's just got little, little handles to hold him, <laughs> to hug him with. And he's, he's got some personality. I I like how and and one of the weirdest things that kind of drew me to Wario in Brawl when I originally played him was how he has two costumes. Like you know, he was the oh. first character to have two costumes. That's right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like that Nintendo's kind of canonized his. His WarioWare outfit, like his his franchise, has made it to be like his stock appearance versus like classic Wario too. I think that's cool. I don't like that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but yeah, but I do like the fact that uh, Mario's alternate costume, the M, is actually yellow. Mm, yeah, for his Waluigi colors, which is an interesting little note. I don't know if in Smash Four, I believe he did have a Waluigi color. However, he d- it was a still a black M, if I recall. Yeah. Unfortunately, the alternate colors of uh, Oreo's Wario wear costume we don't we don't really get to see the back of, so we don't see we we don't get to see if he's a Hellhawk or not, <laughs> like Captain Falcon, uh, right? Don't know Hellhawk. We got to see Blood Falcon last week. Yes, yes. Uh, but I think that looks like a new coloring in the last screenshot there, the one that's purple and green jacket a little bit. That. I, just, I don't know if that's a new color. I think it's more of an enhanced color. Yeah, I yeah. I recall the jacket. I just think it would, they were like, huh, that one looks like an eyesore. Let's fix it. Yeah. <laughs> they touched it up a little bit there. Uh, mm-hmm. God bless that picture with the shark. 
I mean, <laughs> so good. That's dude, that's just so fantastic. Good. I I Sakurai and his humor. Just more of that, please. It's like who? Yeah. Let's have a let's have a teeth contest. Yes, it's beautiful. It's very Wario too. Mm-hmm. I do like uh, in his video we uh, see just a little bit of Young Link, mm-hmm. and uh, it is nice to see him still eating bombs. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, I, I just I just really love all that stuff with him. I just I just love all those little character moments for him. Yeah, he's just got so much personality, and I think. Just like with, I mean, a lot of the characters, they lean into the special parts of him, and Wario is absolutely that. We don't see if, he had to, if that bomb damages him at all, but probably at least decreases it, at least uh, the direct damage. Um, Cyberlink 420 stage report for Wario. The video, WarioWare Inc., Spirit Train, Dreamland 64, Town and City, Bridge of Elden, Mario Galaxy. Screenshots, WarioWare Inc., 3D Land, On It, Tortimer Island, Big Blue Spirit Train. The background is WarioWare Inc. So yeah, Wario, we've seen his final smash. Uh, with Wario Man, it's definitely that quicker getting to the point. You know, transformations that are playable are seemingly no longer a thing as final smashes. So yeah, it'll move along faster that way. Uh, so that that really seems like it will work. Oh, and guys, yes. we are down to uh, possible last stock here for Melee at evo 2018 and there it is leffen is yep. your champion at evo uh well done to him man I'll, I'll be really interested to see what happens with the crowd and all that if the if they saw the press especially after smash 4 and all that uh that is one full arena yeah that's it's yeah. that's packed i mean it's we're at the wow. start of evo sunday there's there's a few still to go congrats to leffen congrats to the heel that's, I like the hug at the end too. That's that good. that's real big yeah. for him. That's that's really great. Now Levin has been um like he, he he still did his heel thing, but he has definitely been coming down from that whole heel mm-hmm. business yeah. though. Yeah, especially with his time in in DBZ and you know the up up and coming there. He's uh, just sitting yeah. there like absorbing his moment. Yeah, yeah. enjoying the moment. It's really cool. For sure. That's that's really big. Congrats to him. Uh, so glad we could cover that pseudo live. Yeah. Uh, man, that's that's really cool. Uh, so the last update uh, comes on Thursday, August 2nd. It's today's item, Rodan Assist Trophy. Rodan gave Bayonetta her name. He summons a giant arm and unleashes a powerful blow. And sometimes he'll even give you a powerful weapon as he leaves. Rodan's so this seems like an oddly missed opportunity for an Echo Fighter. Yeah, a little bit. Um, because it shows he still has this kind of the same moveset. Which, by the way, I love this little thing where he throws his fist out, the giant fist comes out, Bayonetta style, and instead of it being the weird demon beast or whatever, it's his own damn fist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rodan is uh, really, really powerful. Yeah. It's just this lovely moment where you're just kind of like, I don't call the demon stuff five for me. <laughs> I'll take you on myself. Yeah. Rodan's so cool. I think the reason not an Echo Fighter, just so that way you have that moment when Bayonetta pulls up the assist trophy and summons Rodan, and he's like, hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah. You know, the second screenshot, he's on Skyloft. But the first one, a, uh, a stage that had been hinted at for a while with Bowser Jr.'s music in his video, but finally confirmation of Delfino Plaza. Yeah. yeah. Um, this one actually hits me as rather strange. 
because we've seen a lot of other stages come forward and they're given, I believe the proper term these days is a glow up. Mm -hmm. This is not a glow up. This looks like it was ripped straight from Brawl. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to see any changes to this in the future. Uh, if they're going to, you know, pretty up this stage a lot. Because I really hope they do. Because I was really hoping for kind of like an HD looking yeah. uh, Delfino Plaza. But I'm going to be honest with you. This looks ripped just like uh, in Brawl. This looks just ripped straight from Sunshine. Mm-hmm. Like everything looks ripped straight from Sunshine. Even yeah. the like little windows in the background that you go through when you go wheel fast. Like... <laughs> The windows look surprisingly breakable that you can just go in there and I'm just like, I don't think that's anything other than a Yeah, we just we just took we just took the model from the GameCube. Yeah. I don't know. I I think there's still room for it to look really good. This is yeah. just like one very vertical slice. Yeah, it, it it that is true. There's a lot of room for it to look really good. I just want to see them make a much better looking Delfino because I want to just feel like they're teasing Sunshine. That's uh, <laughs> sunshine sunshine on Switch, yeah, that, that'd be really I interesting. Want, I just want a Sunshine on Switch. I just It's such a pretty game already and it's got such good music. I just could use a little more. I feel you. Yeah, I, I of course it has to be upscaled because, you know, with Brawl and SD and like the standard def, like it's got to be Going up there. Um, start start the work on Smash and then move it over to its own project. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Well, a lot of you know, it was it was a week as far as updates go, but uh, you know, we definitely had some uh, some good surprises there with Evo going on, and then also, uh, man, that Nintendo Direct. We'll have lots of speculation throughout the week. So if you want to speculate away, go over to our Discord channel there. For now, it's time for the mail time segment. Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. You can ask your mail time questions also on our Discord at showmeyournews.com slash Discord. Also on Twitter at showmeyournews. First question comes from Max Roberts. How do you think stages will be organized slash handled in Ultimate. With the possibility of 100 plus stages, it seems messy and daunting to just throw them up on pages and have people scroll through. Uh, that's a good question. So here's the thing. <laughs> Hit me with uh, I don't know how well you guys have followed things like Brawl mod development, but one of the, I believe it was Super Smash Bros. Legacy XP. Mm-hmm. The one with the extra characters like Waluigi and both classic and a modern White Ridley. Mm-hmm. That one has a metric ton of stages. And they're all based, as you flip through multiple pages of stages, they're separated by game. Yeah, that's how I was thinking. Yeah, so like I believe both Smash 64 and Melee had their own stages on one page and then you flip it over and it's all the brawl stages and you flip it over again and it has all these extra stages and the quote-unquote Wii U stages as well. Yeah, I, I feel like um, in theming with Smash Ultimate, like the everybody is here theme, uh, doing it by stage, like of like, hey, let's appreciate the history of Smash Brothers stages. Like, I think that makes the most sense. Yeah. I have an idea of what I think would be pretty... Amazing, but 
it won't happen this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it would make sense, especially for the smaller switch screen, if they do, you know, page after page after page, right? As, I mean, mm-hmm. for like bigger tiles, you can kind of see them a little better. It would be very interesting, but I, I doubt it would happen. If you could customize the order in yeah. which the stages yeah. were. So like on the first page of stages would be the ones that you like to play from. And it makes sense. It's almost like how you arrange apps on a phone. It wouldn't be that difficult to do. But if Masahiro Sakurai is having his wife design the menus again, I'm not sure this is something that we'll see. Uh, <laughs> but it would make sense as far as you know, if they do what I would expect would be you know page after page after page of slightly larger tiles. They're not going to fit everything on, on one page. I and mean, we clearly saw that in the 3DS. Yeah, but I, I think it would be neat to kind of drag and drop uh, your preferred order of stages. Yeah, I think that could work too. Uh, I just worry that that might open up folks to thinking like, oh yeah, let's rearrange the character select page. Hmm. And then I'm just like, well, now I don't know where my guy is. Yeah. There's 68 <laughs> people on this page. I don't know yeah. where to look. There's a weird logic to how that works uh, for sure. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, as far, I mean, it's, it's just really interesting to think, you know, we should have a future episode where we, we kind of break down the stages that aren't shown yet because there's there's definitely uh, quite several uh, but that deserve yeah. its own segment. But it is really interesting, Max, to think about. You know, there are so many stages. I mean, we we see them in you know screenshots all the time. But yeah, how will that work? Uh, I'll keep my fingers crossed, but I don't think we're getting a customizable uh, sort of stage select screen. That would be great. You could just think for for competitive. Uh, they can, you know, make it the stages they want, or if it's just, you know, casual, anything goes. More likely than not, I'll just be hitting the random button. Uh, that's that's just yeah. for me, though. <laughs> the only time I ever select a stage is when I'm playing at, like Legacy XP and just like we're going to dive to the heart for Kingdom Hearts every time. <laughs> that's where Hell we're going. Yeah. Music, the music here is fantastic. I that's stop, right. Stop asking me for something else. God, get yeah. Sora and Smash just for Kingdom Hearts music. <laughs> Let's yeah. go. Yes, please. Let's go imagine how good those stages would look god now you're getting oh. too excited i gotta mm-hmm. just you know even just if it's the uh the one where destati plays right in the beginning where you're, you're selecting your uh whether you want to go shield or like oh. magic or, or yeah. sword uh, if, if yeah. it's just that one like g- give me that and i'd be plenty happy this is my whole day now is just thinking about sora and, Kingdom Hearts and, <laughs> and smash brothers Let's get to our uh, second of two questions. It comes from Phantom Star 64. What are some of your favorite amiibo? Mario fits in your mouth pretty easily. So does Boo. Oh, yeah. I did a I did a segment uh, during an extra life stream where I put a, a great many amiibo in my mouth. <laughs> uh, All at once. I put a Wario. Yeah. 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 Of course. Yeah. Um, Donkey Kong does not fit well, though. No. I He's a weird not. shape. Yeah. You uh, get them around your teeth first. The first amiibo I ever sought out was the Twilight Princess Wolf Link one. Ooh, yeah. And the only amiibo I've gone out of my way to go and get is the Breath of the Wild Link amiibo. Mm, okay. Let's not, see. Not because they're my favorite. I just really like those games. Yeah. And it fit. I got my hands on Lucina. That was the only one I really wanted to get my hands on. And... I actually won a tournament where I was prized a couple of amiibo, and they were Japanese amiibo. So I was actually 
in possession of a couple of amiibo, more specifically Ganondorf, long before he had actually made his way stateside. Mm. Nice. So that is one thing that I do have, and I still have him, and he's still in his case. I don't know why. There's no reason for it. Uh, actually, uh, most of my amiibo are still in their cases. But I actually could use my Ganondorf one now because I play Hyrule Warriors. Uh, that's yeah. true. That's, that's very true. Uh, I have at least one of all of the Smash Brothers characters for am- Amiibo. Nice. Uh, I'm not doing like the player one, player two nonsense. Um, but I am actually only missing Cloud. Cloud's the only one I'm missing right now. I would, I would love a Cloud Amiibo. I get that. And then, uh, you know, we've got all these ones coming up, like you know, Ridley and Inkling and Wolf, and got to put in pre-orders for all of those. Yeah. And inevitably Pichu. I know that's the uh, one you're, you're hurting for the most. Yeah, yeah, for I think, sure. I, I think the one that I like the most, though, is definitely Shovel Knight. Mm, I was, see, I was going to say that. You, you took it right from me. Shovel Knight's a good one to have. <laughs> I always do. Uh, it's good functionality in his game, for sure. Uh, it kind of unlocks the, the multiplayer mode on Wii U. Uh, yeah, it doesn't have, I guess, the future compatibility to eventually be made into a Smash 1 if that ever somehow comes true. Please. Uh, but I really want it to. And uh, no, but I, I think Shovel Knight's a really cool one because like, it was one of the first ones that showed like there is more possible here besides just Smash, Smash, Smash. Yes. I'll say this. My favorite is probably Mega Man just because yeah. I love his design for smash wii u and okay. i just i think he just looks great uh that was the first one i wanted to get it took still, me forever to, to actually get it but he looks great i still don't like his face <laughs> one of the ones i really like is one that my wife got and uh, i don't know if you saw like ever uh different compilations of custom amiibo and all that mm-hmm. I, I think she contacted or whether it's ebay or something like that we have a, a custom Toon Link amiibo where he's wearing his Outset Island pajamas and holding a pig. Nice. Uh, and it's a, it's a really neat one to have. And I don't think it's like oh, the only one that's out there. But like it's one that appears on some of those like, oh, look at these custom amiibo things. And it's like, that's one I really like because I like Wind Waker a whole lot. Yeah. So, yeah, those are some of our favorite amiibo. That's all we have uh, to really talk about this week. There's a whole lot to... To get into and man some of those breaking news things alex thanks so much for joining us for it that was a whole lot of fun yeah uh, by all means please plug away um you can follow me on twitter uh it's probably the best place to follow me or get a hold of me if you ever want to chat uh at alfighter 27 uh i host a podcast it's called irrational passions podcast um we record uh live on youtube every friday and we publish on tuesdays um, it's about video games. We just talk about video games and what we've been playing, sometimes news. Uh, and uh, rationalpassions.com is where all that lives, uh, including cool stuff like input, a video games news show, uh, get acquainted, an interview show, uh, and podcast ultimate, uh, Super Smash Brothers ultimate podcast. Very exciting. I'm sure you may have to uh, maybe move that up a little bit, especially after the uh, yeah, I was, Nintendo yeah. Direct. I was about to say, like, hey, we could probably do it early this month. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's uh, it's going to be some big news happening. So, yeah, definitely make sure to tune in uh, Wednesday, August 8th at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. That's so weird. I know. Check it out in the it's morning. so weird 
time. <laughs> I'll be sitting at my desk at work, uh, and I'll be with all of oh, you on Discord. My day off, so I'll be just sitting, sitting, oh, comfy. Couldn't have planned it any better. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't go to work till two forty-five. I'm gonna be trying to wake up. I think it'll be my main issue. It's kind of like, <laughs> do I get up and watch it live, or do I? You know you do. <laughs> Well, we'll have to uh, do all of the breakdowns with that and all of the uh, the blog updates because I'm sure one will come with any new characters to go with that. So tune in next time uh, for Alex at Alfighter27 on Twitter. Uh, he's Miles Solharoth Super on Twitter at Solharoth. Uh, I am on Twitter at Pete Speak Easy. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, with that, I'm Yoko. We're out. Show me your news.